Good evening. Welcome to my podcast. I am joined by a very special guest today. I'm with Chris Peterson. He's an artist and he's worked on some very well-known shows and movies from the 80s and 90s. I'm very excited to have him on my show. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So uh, tell me, uh, uh, what are some of those uh, movies and shows that you have worked on? Some of the ones I've worked on that I started on were um, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Wow, cool. Um, She-Ra and the Princess of Power, Pound Puppies. Um, I've worked on um, the Smurfs. I've worked on the Rolling Stones Harlem Shuffle video, um, Secret of Nim, Fern Gully. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you have so many more too. There are uh, so many more. And uh, uh, didn't you work? You worked on Brave Star too, right? I did. I designed Brave Star's sidekick, 3030, which was a horse that he rode on. And he also carried a big, huge gun out of that he pulled out of his hair. I, I remember that. that. That character was really cool. And. Uh, and so I know you've worked on a ton of toys, too. You um, do a lot of sculpting. I've done loads of toys. I got my start sculpting on the titles of Brave Star, where I sculpted Brave Star's name, and they used that as a brand to brand in his name, and then it started as the titles. And then I've also worked on loads of different action figures, PVC figurines, from I've done Biker Mice from Mars action figures where I did the villains, Limburger and um, Dr. Carbuncle. I've done a lot of tailspins, Rescue Rangers. Um, wow, I, done, I know that so many people could relate to all those. So those are all shows that I loved as a kid and I watched. And uh, they bring back a lot of feelings of joy and uh, it's really special that you're able to work on a lot of that stuff. It's um, you also did a lot of like happy meal toys too, right? Yeah. I did lots of uh, happy meal toys for different fast food promotions. In fact, I, um, my wife and I created some which were for Carl's Jr., Pizza Hut, Hardee's, and they were called hair dudes where you have a little character and it comes with a packet of seeds and you plant the seeds in it and watch it grow and the hair grows out of the character and you can comb it, cut it, give it a flat top if you want. We've done all kinds of Disney afternoon characters for Kellogg cereal. It was one of the biggest PVC figurine promotions in history where they did 190 million PVCs. Wow. And, and I, I think you, you also designed a Rudolph character too, right? What I was did. For? I designed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer when, when they did a uh, reboot of him for Montgomery Wards through Applause, which was a giftware company. And I designed him and he was hugely successful with Montgomery Wards and licensed characters. Hallmark made ornaments of him. They made coloring books and plush figurines or plush characters, figurines, all kinds of stuff with him. That's so cool. Yeah, I know a lot of that stuff is just like, it brings back a lot of like nostalgia, this like movies and all that, um, all the shows and the cartoons and stuff like that. Uh, 
what are there some other uh, cartoons? Like maybe you've done, have you done any like sculpting for cartoons or um, like f- for movies or shows or? I like did that? animation maquettes for Fern Gully. Oh, cool! Rover Dangerfield and Secret of Nim. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. That well, did you did you always want to be an artist or like did you did you did you always want to be a sculptor or animator? Like, how did you get your start? Really, uh, my aunt was an animator, so when I was a kid, she would send me drawings of Disney characters and Hanna Barbera characters. So I would learn how to draw them. And then when I was 15, she gave me some assistant animation to do as a freelance job. And I just figured out how to do it. And I earned a good amount of money over the summer. And then I got my first screen credit on a show called The Horse That Played Center Field. And I was only 15 years old. So um, then a year later, my aunt told me that I could move to California. I could drop out of high school, move to California, take some classes in animation, and I could maybe get hired at an animation studio. So I did that for about a couple weeks, and I got hired at Filmation at 16 years old. Oh, that's crazy. Did they know you were 16? They didn't know I was 16. They thought I was about 12 years old, and I had to tell them that I was just there visiting my aunt. <laughs> that's and so the main... Cool. The uh, president of the company kept asking me every time he saw me, do you work here? And I said, no, I'm just visiting my aunt. And then it was probably 30 years later, I talked to him about it and told him that I started working for him at 16. And he said, you're the one. He said, I heard about it. I thought it was an an urban legend. (laughs) That's funny. That's cool. So you... You started there with animation. I did. And then, um, and so, yeah, you, you, I know you did the sculpting on Brave Star um, for that image, but what other sculpting projects like really got you into sculpting? Because I know that's when you really took off. You got a lot of work sculpting. So one time um, I was friends with John Chris Felusi and his girlfriend. John Chris Felusi created Ren and Stimpy. So... I was fr- worked in a, a room with his girlfriend at Filmation, and she said, we're going to have a sculpting party. Why don't you come over? We're sculpting some characters for Bob Clampett, who created Bugs Bunny, and we're going to give them to him as a birthday present. So I went to his apartment, and he gave me all the clay that I needed and pictures, drawings that he had done, and wanted me to sculpt them. So the sculpting party turned it out turned into me sculpting all the characters. Oh my gosh. And then we gave them to Bob Clampett as a present. And I baked the sculptures, we painted them all up, gave them to him as a gift, and he invited us to a Christmas party at his house in the Hollywood Hills, which was right below the Hollywood sign, which was pretty amazing. And I was my uh, wife and I went. We were about 18 and 19 years old. And it was the coolest thing to go to a Hollywood party up on in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, that's so awesome. So you ended up sculpting a bunch of those sculptures? I sculpted Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Tweety, and uh, I did another character that Bob Clamp- Clampett created called Cole Black. And I did a sculpture of Bob Clampett. I did him 
as in a robe, white robe, and he's got his arms out and all the characters are around him like he's created them. That's so cool. I wish I wish I could see that today. Did you ever get to see his reaction when he saw him? Um, I got to meet him and he told me how much he loved him. So that was really cool. That's cool. And, and you actually, then you, you started to work for... Uh, uh, Looney Tunes, right? You worked for, I did. Um, I Warner on, Brothers, right? I worked for Warner yeah. Brothers. I did a lot of sculpting for Warner Brothers animation maquettes and um, for Marvin Martian in 3D, which was at the Warner Brothers studio stores. I did some of the first sculpting that were actually for 3D animation on that and on Teddy Ruxpin. I did some Teddy Ruxpin stuff for another company where you had to sculpt the characters really huge, like two feet tall. And they had to scan the whole entire character. Now they can create a character probably in hours where before you had to sculpt the entire character. Yeah, and, and, and make um, like armatures for them, right? They did, yeah. You build yeah. armatures for them and you sculpt And you couldn't use any... At, when I first sculpted them, you couldn't use any metal in the sculpture because it would interfere with the computer. Wow, that's that's so wild. And, and you didn't just sculpt for Warner Brothers. You also sculpted for Disney? I did a right? lot of sculpting for Disney. Um, I started out doing Disney PVC figurines when I worked at Applause, and I was a character a designer there, so I designed PVC figures and sculpted for them in... Um, the Disney characters, and we worked on Dick Tracy, the movie Dick Tracy, Roger Rabbit. So I designed a lot of figurines for those and sculpted a lot of figurines for them. We also worked on um, a lot of the licensed California Raisins, Smurfs, um, the uh, 7-Up character, yeah, those those are all things that make you think of like the eighties and nineties, the California Reasons, the Seven Up character. Like those are, it's like that's so iconic, and that's so cool. And then I did lots of Disney afternoon characters, and I w- did PVC figurines for all different kinds of Disney feature animations as as they came out. So I did Little Mermaid, um, I did Peter Pan. Um, Beauty and the Beast, <coughs> excuse me. So there was all kinds of characters that we had sculpted. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I So, you know, before we end it, because, you know, um, I don't know how long this is supposed to be, but I do want to ask, I'd like to know just, like, what it was like doing some of this stuff, like, um, I'm sure you've had a lot of like, uh, you worked freelance, mm-hmm. so, uh, you probably worked a lot of hours. On oh these yeah. It's uh, we would time. work, sometimes we'd work 20 hours a day. We would sculpt all night long, get up in the morning, have to go to a, a meeting in Burbank to drop off the sculptures or show the sculptures for approval. And until, um, Digital cameras came along and fax machines. Then we could just take a picture of them and send them in, which was great. It saved us a lot of time and money. And then we would have a mold maker that would make a casting of it or make a silicone mold and a casting. And then we'd paint up 
multiple sets of them, which was really cool. So we'd, we'd um, have to do paint masters. And then after all that, I started working for Walt Disney Classics Collection, which were higher-end porcelain sculptures. And I, they were... Oh, yeah. Because I remember one of those was, like, the train. I did the train from Disneyland. Disneyland. And I couldn't get any reference in time to do it. So I went down to Disneyland and asked the engineers of the Disneyland train to stop the train so I could take pictures of it. And they let me walk around the train wow. and photograph it. And they were really excited that somebody was going to be sculpting the train. So it was more like a model-making project than a sculpting project but it turned out really cool and I also ended up doing the same thing with Mr. Toad's car. I ended up having to ride the car a bunch of times and I sculpted Mr. Toad in his car. So we went there, took pictures of the car from all the different angles and they let us take pictures of it. They'd slow down the ride for us to take pictures which was really cool and uh, those became high-end collectibles yeah i think so they still have those though in um they still sell them at they still D- sell Disneyana, them in the, right the secondary market yeah yeah that's so cool so like right when you walk into disneyland there's like that store there's still a store that sells them and you'll still the, find them you'll still see your name on there you'll and there's collectors that co- still collect them from all over the world that contact me in france belgium spain the netherlands and they'll Still contact me and tell me that they collect sculptures that, that I've done. That's so awesome. That's so cool. Well, um, you know, I feel really lucky that I got a chance to talk to you today. And um, thank you so much for joining on my podcast. It was so interesting. And I love to, to hear about everything you're doing. Thank you for inviting me. It was great talking with you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good day. All right.